well, at least I'm in the beginning, so I'm good anyways. So, um, so we learned last week that, uh, what was I saying? The, the scripture, the original manuscript does not have chapters and verses. So this, I mean, uh, sorry, the, the Bible was not given in whole books. That's the point that I was on, but this statement, um, is good for, um, the new Testament. We can say that the New Testament um, books were kind of written in one setting or one scene, uh, especially when dealing with the letters. You can see that Paul wrote that letter probably in one sitting um, and sent it to the Corinthian or Ephesus church or things like that. Um, but with the, with the Old Testament, that cannot be the case due to the fact that um, if you take like the book of, uh, the book of Exodus or just the, the Pentateuch altogether, it took Moses 40 years to write the Pentateuch. Uh, so he didn't just write it all in one setting. And um, he didn't even start with Genesis 1. He actually started the very first thing that, that, that Moses wrote were the Ten Commandments. And where do we find the Ten Commandments? In Exodus 20. And so, uh, and so it's, 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 it's written in parts, but the, the editors or the scribes, they, they kind of put it together in a thematic way. So that's how we got, you know, the Pentateuch or how we got the Old Testament um, when you look at the book of Psalms, everybody think that David wrote the entire book of Psalm and he did not. He only wrote probably about 60 or 70 chapters and most of them were written by other, other prophets. Um, there is one chapter in the Bible that is written by Moses. Chapter 90 is written by Moses. And so that's one thing we have to um, understand when looking at the, the Old Testament that is, it's, uh, it's kind of compiled or comprised and it's put together in a thematic way. When you look at the book of Isaiah, Isaiah is not, Isaiah did not write all of Isaiah. I think it's what, like 60, 60 chapters. He only wrote, I think, oh shoot, it was about, uh, about 20, not a lot of them, but it was comprised over probably, they say about five or six writers uh, wrote the book of Isaiah. So that statement that um, the author is saying here that the, that the Bible was originally given in books, we know um, that, that that cannot be true. It can, it, it can be for the New Testament, but for the Old, it cannot be, okay? So... Um, can you repeat that again? <laughs> what you just said? Want me to repeat? Said <laughs> <laughs> what you want me to repeat? You just said something about the Bible was... I missed it. Oh, that's saying. Um, as far as the the statement that uh, Rick Warren had in this book about the Bible was written in whole books, yeah, that, that's not the case. We can say that for the New Testament, but we can't really say that for the Old Testament due to the examples that I gave about Moses, okay. I mean, uh, the Pentateuch, and Psalms, and uh, Isaiah, even parts of uh, Daniel, things like that. So it was written by other prophets and things like that. So, yep, 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 yep. Okay. <laughs> I just said, like, I hope you don't want me to repeat all that. I don't know what I just said. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So let's see here. Kind of gave y'all that example. Um, so it says that this is the method that we use limited outside helps. And so, uh, 
let me go to let me go to a slide. I didn't even pull up the, the slides, but I'm just reading from the book. But there is a slide in here that's not in the book. I don't I don't think. Um, let me see. Okay, yeah. Let me pull up this one right here. Okay, give me one second here. Concurrent slide. Okay, can you see the presentation? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Um, now the first part I read already, um, start with the with the with the sentence be mindful that there are a couple of important caveats or stipulations in the aforementioned statement one is apparent the other one is assumed the first stipulation is found in a phrase when done along with um so this is talking about the the resources um so rick, rick warren is saying you know don't use resources um at first when doing the chapter analysis method um but i encourage you to 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 do background um, history to do background um, uh, study before hopping into the book because it just kind of it kind of sets your mind in that in that uh, period of time it kind of um, kind of uh, limit kind of your thought on um, the background and what's going on and things like that so um, see basically telling the reader that this method is only effective when done in a manner described so rick warren saying you know just do it without limited like i said limited helps but i encourage you to go ahead and look at background so when you do a chapter analysis you you know what you're hopping into okay um see the other stipulation assumes that the reader has been trained and knows how to conduct either of these methods so um so yeah, I, I'm taking the approach as we don't know anything. And so I'm, I'm taking this approach as um, we, we've kind of gone through these various methods. We're building up our foundation. We're building up our capacity. And I don't want just to assume that people know how to do you know, these methods or have experience and looking in background and things like that. I wanna, I'm taking this whole approach as, uh this class that y'all don't know anything and so i just want to take y'all into bait you see how slowly i'm just taking you all to to these various steps we're going through uh various resources online um i'm going through i'm i'm constantly quizzing y'all constantly testing y'all just to make sure that we we have this stuff um inside of us okay um let's see here you see, as we mentioned before, it would take some practice, uh, it would take some time and practice before students can be expected to show fluency with most of these methods. Remember, as you continue through this TLC and the career as a Bible student, you have plenty of opportunities to do just that practice, okay? So I talked about that before, how in this TLC, when we talked about, when we were, when we were going to talk about various topics, that you have resources available for you to use so, um, so you can get the most out of, out of this study, okay? Out of the various studies that we're going to have, okay? So let's hop into, and as you see, that was all that uh, this book has for the chapter analysis method. And so we're gonna look at the, a few steps 
um, in this uh, analysis. Uh, so let's look at on page 190. Um, it says simple steps for doing a chapter analysis study. It says in this method, you begin with the introduction uh, chapter summary, which is step one, and do, then do a verse by verse analysis, steps two through five, and finish with the chapter conclusion, uh, chapter six to seven. Okay, so let's look at step one real quick. It says you begin the step by reading and rereading the chapter many times. All you are doing here is making general observations of the chapter as a whole. After you have read it through several, several times, describe the general contents in one uh, of the ways about to be described. Do not try to interpret what you see at this time, but merely aim to become familiar with the chapter. You may summarize uh, in one of the following ways. And so it's, um, it's, uh, it's suggesting that you do a paraphrase. It's a simple way to just um, to rephrase the chapter in your own words. Um, summarizing in such a way that you can read your paraphrase to another person, okay? So it has to make sense to, to yourself. And then once you say it out loud, it should make sense as well. So my thing is, when, before I do these lessons um, every week, I, the night before, I am literally sitting in my living room or sitting in my bedroom and I'm, I'm saying this lesson out loud. I'm going through the whole lesson out loud to make sure that it makes sense to me. And so I'm paraphrasing, I'm not just taking whatever Rick Warren is saying and just spewing it out. I wanna make sure that it makes sense to me because if it don't make sense to me, it ain't gonna make sense to you. So, <laughs> so definitely uh, when, you're, when you're doing a chapter uh, summary or chapter analysis, just say it back to yourself to make sure it makes sense, okay? And when you say it to someone, it should make sense to them. That is actually called being sermonic. When you're, when you're taking something that you've read and you're able to speak it to another person, that's, that's a way of being sermonic, okay? Uh, second uh, suggestion is outlining. Uh, another simple way to summarize it is through outline. So we, we did that with uh, the chapter summary method. We, we um, looked at how to create outlines and things like that. Um, and number three is rewrite it without modifying clauses or phrases. Um, just use the subject verbs and objects in your summary. So, um, so that's one way of um, writing out a chapter summary. Uh, step two was listing your observations. Let me get my electronic book because I had some notes in my electronic version. I hate highlighting in paper, so I just, I just refuse. Let's see here. Um, and I wrote notes in this book and I wrote it in pencil really light so I can go back and erase it. I just hate writing in books. All right, hold on here. Let's see here. All right, here's my notes. Okay, so step two, listing your, uh, list your observations. So this step begins the verse by verse analysis of the chapter. You start with the activity of observation and this you are looking in detail at every sentence and, and word and then writing them down, writing down everything you see. So you are trying to answer the question, what does it say? So that's when um, it says looking at every word and every detail. That's when other methods are going to start kicking in because you're going to see a word and then you want to do research behind that word, doing the, the word study. Um, so far, if you have not been tuning into our Bible studies, you see that we are doing a word study method. And so it's giving you a definitely a great example on how to do a word study method. 
um, looking at the various, uh, various uh, definitions and putting that definition back into the scripture so you can read it and it, it may give you a different, entirely different meaning on what is going on um, in that various chapter or that various verse. So definitely uh, when, you're, when you're doing chapter analysis, some, some of the methods are going to start coming together. So um, let's hop down paragraph two, sentence two. It says, the purpose of observation is to saturate yourself completely with the contents of the Bible passage. The mark of a good Bible student is that they have trained themselves to observe things in the text that others overlook. Okay, so I, I don't know about you all, but when going through these methods, it slows me down on reading. You're not, you're not reading scripture so fast. It, some things are going to st or start catching, catching you, catching your, um, catching your mind and things like that. Okay. So here are some things. Uh, the next paragraph says overlooking biblical facts, reason why. So there are three reasons we often overlook things and miss so much of the biblical text. Number one, we rush through it too quickly. Number two, we don't write down our observations and number three, we give up too soon. The longer we squeeze a lemon, the more juice we get out of it to a point. But unlike lemons, hundreds, hundred times, no, sorry, like, unlike lemons, the Bible never goes dry. We can study a text a hundred times and never exhaust the riches that are in it. So we shouldn't give up too soon. Rather, we should keep on looking. The longer the better okay so the bible the bible never runs dry it never runs dry okay no. <laughs> it never runs dry okay hey. right that is something to shout about because once you read a scripture over and over again you may read it again later on in life you may get something totally different out of that or you may have seen you may have uh now seen something that you didn't see before and so it never runs dry. Don't think you can know the Bible completely. Trust me, you, can, <laughs> you cannot know the Bible completely. I don't care how many years of school, whatever. You cannot know the Bible completely. I was doing a study and I got so frustrated. I just could not figure it out. And so I was just going, I just tossed it to the side. But the Holy Spirit kept, er kept pushing me on like, no, I need you to read a little bit more. And so when I did that, I finally understood what the Holy Spirit was trying to show me. So definitely when you get uh, frustrated or when you um, want to give up, sometimes you may have to walk away, but please come back to it. And so, so for, for the Holy Spirit to even shine his light more on that word, okay? Don't give up, okay? Um, next paragraph, asking questions. As had already been discussed, the secret of a good Bible study is learning to ask the right questions. And um, in the beginning of the book, it, it, it tells you how to ask various questions. So the number of questions you, you can ask of a text of scriptures increase in proportion to your willingness to stick with it. As you continue growing in Bible study skills, the type and number of questions you ask will improve and you will be able to observe more and more. The key to good observation then is a combination of diligence, patience, asking many questions and writing down everything you see. So when you decide to study scripture, definitely sit with a, a notebook 
or have your computer open and start asking, start writing down questions. Um, and sometimes when you're writing down, when you're reading scripture, you may run into a topic that you want to study later. Definitely write that down as well. Um, so it's something you can go back to or whatnot. So uh, definitely uh, stay focused when you're studying, write it down, don't give up, um, and don't speed read, okay? Step three, it says, after observing all you can in the passage under, under study, you are ready to move on to interpretation. This step involves asking questions about meaning and then trying to find answers to them. So in this exercise, you discover the biblical writer's purpose and message by uncovering what he means by his idea. So basically it's answering the who, what, when, why, and how. So we, you, you, when you're reading something, you wanna ask questions like, why did the writer say this? What's going on um, in this situation? What's going on in this chapter here that the writer is writing this? So what is the meaning of whatever you're, you know, study? What is the significance? What is the implication and why is this important, okay? These are some questions you definitely want to keep in mind when you're doing a study, okay? Hop down to listing difficulties. It says, when you're writing down your questions, it is a good idea to include any difficulties you have in understanding what is to be said. Two common types are personal difficulties, questions you would like answered in the future or items for future study. That's what I was talking about, writing down stuff that it may come across that you wanna study later uh, and possible difficulties, matters that don't bother you at this time, but would be good to study so you can help others who might be bothered by them. <laughs> so as going through this study, I've written, I've written down some things that I want to do further study on. And thanks be unto God that we have leaders and elders that are about to teach these TLCs so I can have time to do my studies. <laughs> so I can't wait. I'm excited and I'm praying for them. Amen. So, um, so yeah, some, some, uh, the Lord will bring. Oh, no, no, we'll find something else for you to do. That's no, all. no, no, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I just need time to just study and to sit in his presence. Amen. So <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on that one. So, uh let's hop down to number one it says check context and we've been talking a lot about context um these past few weeks it says that you should always start here for often the answers to your questions will be found in the verses preceding or following the text always interpret a passage in light of its context to review the context you may have to go back to your observation or your book survey to answer these questions here. And so we are kind of familiar um, with these questions here. It says, who is speaking? That means that you're, you're uh, looking at the human author, okay? So who is it being spoken to? That, that is the original readers. Remember uh, when we talked about exegesis, these are the steps in exegesis. Uh, when is it being spoken to? So the date and the time, where is it being spoken? Geog that's the geography. What is the occasion or circumstance that is purpose? Uh, what is the main subject of the message that is author's intent? As well as the next point, is the aim of what is being said revealed? 
That is author's intent as well. And the last one is what other background methods clarifies this statement? And that is background, okay? So um, these are the steps in exegesis when you're, when you're looking, um, asking interpretive questions and things like that, okay? Uh, let's see here. Let me go back to my notes real quick. All right, and I think there's a few more that I want to read. Actually, just two, two more passages that I want to read. Number two, it says, define the words and phrases used. So you must interpret your text according to the correct and proper meaning of the words. So that's the word study method that uh, we've been, we've been, um, we've been look, we looked at before and we're doing that now. So you see, we're putting these methods in practice. So definitely if you're in Bible study, this, I want you, this is a good time for you to practice the word study method. Okay. And uh, number seven, I want to hop down to number seven. So because three is about grammar. Um, four is about comparing several translations. We kind of, we kind of talked about that in, in other classes. Five is study the background. We kind of looked at that and compare your text with other passages of scripture. That's kind of the cross reference that um, we talked about, and I can't remember what method it was, but we talked about cross-references. Cross when we looked at Bible Hub, and you pull up a scripture in Bible Hub, and on your right-hand side, there are cross-references scriptures. I want, um, it, it's encouraged that when you see cross-reference scriptures to look them up to see if they connect in any way, okay? Number seven is consult a commentary as a last resort, okay? If you have tried diligently to find the meaning of the text yourself and your cross-references have not helped you, consult the works of great Bible scholars. There is a place for commentaries in, in Bible study, but it comes only after you have done your own work, okay? Do not, <laughs> do not read commentary first, then try to go back because then your mind is like stuck in what they said. I want you to do, do the work first. And if you can't get anywhere, if you stuck, then look to a commentary to, to be like, oh, okay, okay. I thought that, okay, I'm on, this, I'm on the right track or I, don't, I didn't see what they said. Let me go back to, you know, look at my research and things like that, okay? So compare your interpretation with the other writings of devout believers and see, that, see if yours agrees with theirs. If you have a correct interpretation, you may be sure, you may be sure God has shown, shown it uh, to some other sincere Bible student in the past. If you can't find anyone who agrees with you, you probably have gotten a wrong interpretation. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> it really depends. So uh, as far as that last sentence, so... <laughs> I won't, I won't, I won't beat that. I won't beat that point. But um, definitely step four is um, correlate your chapter with other scriptures. That's the kind of the cross reference. Step five is uh, write a verse by verse analysis. You see how deep this, this method alone is, it's very heavy and very deep. So I, I really don't uh, expect for us to, to, <laughs> to be a master at this. Because uh, it takes work, it takes practice and things like that. Um, and so number six is write down your concluding thoughts and then write out your application. And so this is basically the chapter analysis method. It's very deep and detailed. It's basically almost combining everything that we've been learning in previous, um, previous classes and kind of putting them together. 
and be able to look at um, the book and the chapters and things like that. So uh, does anybody have any questions concerning that? I know I kind of flew through it, but um, does anybody have any questions or comments? All right, so we should be good. So I definitely want you all to practice um, you know, it is in your regular study or um, when we go through these various TLC topics, we're going to have uh, the opportunity to use these studies. Okay, so uh, that kind of ends um, the Bible study method. So um, anybody got any uh, comments or anything before I end in the class? Are we good? Elder Camille. Yes, <clears throat> I um, um, uh, I like how because I've been I don't have the book but since you've been putting on the drop me on the Dropbox uh -huh. it, it's really I really I really thank you for you know breaking it down for me because you know if if I was like being at other churches from Bible study from Bible study I did mm -hmm. not understand so now I really really thank you a lot no problem no problem. and I have a book for you I have a book for you as well. I got an extra book I can give to you. Okay. Yeah. So um, if you all ever want to go back and review the classes, it's on the church website and the Dropbox uh, documents are available as well. And so those, for those who could not download from Dropbox, um, you can download now directly from the website instead of going through Dropbox. It will just, it's all in a, in a zip file. So you're okay. just able to download the zip file, okay? okay? Thank you. No problem. Anybody else for good? Elder Camilla, thank you so much. I didn't get the whole class today because my Zoom was acting up. Everybody's having but, a Zoom today. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I really, I did get the other part. Trish and I were working on uh, last week's lesson, and we, I'm just getting so excited about this Bible study. <laughs> and I'm sorry that it's getting ready to end soon because I am just excited about it. And you are doing a marvelous job. And I really appreciate uh, you well, taking the time out to yeah. do this. Thank it's you. not about the end. It's not ending. <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, we're just ending this specific section. It's not that's ending. Right. Right, that's right. What, that's what I meant. He's still section. got a whole nother month. <laughs> you gotta remind me. I got a whole nother month. <laughs> and, then, and then after that, we got three more. We got a little break, and then we got three more months after that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is definitely a continual uh, a study or whatnot. So if if anybody uh, hopped on and missed the the beginning announcement that this was the last lesson from the book uh, on Bible study methods, I just pulled out some study methods that I thought that were very important for us to, to understand, not to say the other ones aren't important. Um, some of them kind of overlap. Um, so I just kind of pulled out the ones that I thought were important. And so next week we're doing a review. So definitely review your materials because it's pop quiz time. Okay. So definitely uh, <laughs> review your material. Um, and then starting in the first week of July, we are hopping into the gospels. Okay. 
we're looking at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And so what I'm doing is I'm just providing some information and some history for you all. So when we do study the Gospels, it will make sense on why the, the Gospels were even written in the first place. So I'm really excited um, about it. Um, so what, what's going on with each book, they're, they're doing kind of, they're, you're going to see the book survey method. You're going to see the book background method in, in play. You're going to see some of these methods in play um, during, during the uh, TLC. Okay. So I definitely, I'm definitely excited um, about the teaching. So month of July, I'm doing the whole month of setting up the gospels. We got a break in August and then we start September for the rest of the year, September through December for the rest of the year. Okay. So so yep, we're we're not stopping. We're we're gonna keep on trucking through. And I'm trying. I'm gonna uh, make sure that the the lessons are updated on the website so everybody can go back and review and things like that. So, teach all right. Elder. You said what? Teach us, elder. <laughs> I'm trying, man. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's something. It's tough, but I I, I thank God for the grace because this is definitely grace because. <laughs> This stuff, it ain't easy teach. I, I get nervous every week teaching. People think like, oh, you're so natural. But no, I'll be sick to my stomach. I just want to, you know, just not do anything. So uh, it takes a lot. But I, I thank God for it because it's, it's a very rewarding, uh, a very rewarding thing to do. So, and I just want to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to, to study his word um, and that we, you know, trump our, our thoughts as far as um, coming out of religion, um, thinking that we can just study on our own and just read the Bible on your own. But we, we ain't never taught how to do it. So I just want to make sure we, we get that opportunity and things like that. So, all right. So if there are any other questions or comments, I'm going to go ahead and close out. 1030. We got out a little early. So amen. So <laughs> Father God, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your love, your grace, and your kindness. Thank you, God, for just allowing us to um, come together in this manner to learn about your word. I'm, I'm thankful and I'm grateful um, for you um, just using me, God, in this, in this manner, oh God, even though it may seem a lot of work and a, a lot of stress and a lot of um, uh, uh, patience, but I'm, I'm grateful for it, Father. And so I'm grateful for the people who are online who just uh, are receiving from you, Father, and that they have a new drive and a new zeal for your word, Father. And that's how it should be, oh, oh God, that when we come together in this manner, that you are um, illuminating us, that you are empowering us, oh God, to do your word, oh God. And I pray that they are able to take the things that they've learned and apply it to their lives, that they may see ultimate transformation, Father. And there may be a point where they have to share um, this type of teaching with others, God. So I pray, God, that they are encouraged and uplifted um, in that. So God, I give you all the praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So I'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Thanks again. Thank Love you, you guys. guys.